I don't know how to start this up, but I'm C. <laughs> I'm Mary. <laughs> I'm Darlene or Danny, and welcome to Anything and Everything. And today we're going to talk about anything and everything about ourselves, I guess. So, who wants to start us off? Can we talk about how cute that or Danny was? Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to cry. That was so cute. Y'all inspired me to actually try. <laughs> <laughs> to, like, get the name out there. So, yeah. But either or is fine for me. So, yeah. I'm eating ice cream, so it's a And Danny's just sitting here. But today's episode is about introductions and how... Who we are as people and how we met. First met. So we go to college together. I'm not going to disclose that college because rule number one of the internet, never share your post personal location. Hello. <laughs> yeah. So we all go to college together. Me and Mary are nursing majors. And then Danny is a business major. Marketing. Marketing. Period. I know my roommates. Mm-mm-mm. But, um, how about you start it off? Because we're eating. <laughs> so, it all started when I was born. <laughs> um, just kidding. Uh, how do I, what should I say? Okay, I'm currently 18. Um, my background, it's no. <laughs> we're not disclosing social security. That's really important. No. <laughs> um, I'm Hispanic. My first language was Spanish because I learned it from my parents, and then I learned English when I was in kindergarten. Um, I don't know how Hispanic I look, but like it's really a big part of me because a lot of things happened in college that like obviously involve that, and I like dealt with which I never thought I would, like, ever deal with. Discrimination from my ex. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I'm 100% Guatemalan because both my parents are from there. Guatemala. Yeah, Guatemala. And my ex was Mexican, and he, like, made it a very big deal. He was, like, when I told him that, because he was, like, I thought you were Mexican. And that's a, that's, a, like, that's a really big thing that I can, like, get into, of, like, how everyone just assumes everyone that looks Hispanic is Mexican, you know, when it's not true. There's other Latin countries, y'all. And when I told him that, he was like, oh, well then, I mean, I guess I'm okay with you being Guatemalan and everything. Because, okay. like, he wanted, like, 100% Mexican kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What? You stayed with this bitch? Unfortunately. <laughs> Roundhouse his ass. Dumb bitch. Bitch, you're not Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> get this essay shit out of here. Not the MLA format. Goddamn. Okay, and then um, came to college. I had a roommate, and then shit went downhill with them. And then I got a new one, obviously. And then I became roommates with T, and it's, like, been way better overall. I don't know what else I was supposed to include in that. You want to go, Mary? So at 16, I was bitten by <laughs> by a radioactive spider. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> my name is Mary Margaret. Um, don't say my last name or chrysanthemum. 
and um, I am a gay Italian <laughs> badass, I guess you could say. Like, I don't know how to describe myself um, without, like, thinking really hard about, like, who I want to be because someone got identity <laughs> issues. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I could tell you, like, I got a lot of trauma from the parentals. Um, <laughs> yeah. We, we, we could talk yeah. about that later. <laughs> um, I like my roommate. <laughs> uh, oops. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, her name's Tazba, and I really like this podcast, and I met T, Darlene, Jesus, and everyone um, through just, like, walking around our dorm. Like, that's definitely a recommendation from, like, me is, like, if you guys want to, like, meet people, like in college especially like explore and like join shit and like just walk around and have fun like you don't have to do anything crazy and you don't even have to be friends with the people that you go to class with because like i only see them in class and that's about it so for a semester if that yeah but otherwise um i have two sisters and one brother my um. brother we don't like him <laughs> 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 Yeah. So my brother's. Yeah. (laughs) Joe's are a red flag. Joe's and Jacob's are are red flags. And Brian's. (laughs) Yeah, but. And then I have two sisters who are badass and, like, my role models. And, yeah, that's kind of it about me. I didn't include that. And, like. Oh, I just don't know what to talk about for myself because. I don't know. Like, I'm on my journey still, so I'll come at you guys at a later date with that. <laughs> so, my name's T. I'm uh, from. Well, I can't really. T- I don't know how to, like, say where I'm from. It's not a military kid. So, like, where are you from? Hmm. I've lived in, like, five other different <laughs> states, so which one do I say? But I, w- I like to say that I'm from either Hawaii or. Samoa, because that's where a majority of my family is from, and that's what, that's like what makes me me, besides, you know, the half black, eh. (laughs) (laughs) but I'm 18, I'm, I met, I like how we all say how we met each other, but I met Darlene, and, well, Danny, (laughs) I met Danny and Mary through college, by just having our door open. I met Danny from like her previous roommate and they had like a little game night in the dorm. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And I met Mary. This bitch was just walking around. <laughs> Been like, hi, my name's Mary. <laughs> um, I met <laughs> I met her and then our other friend Jethro. Just to clarify, we're not talking about Jesus Christ. Jesus is the name of my boyfriend, so for any confusion <laughs> we met the lord here <laughs> but um how i don't know it's like what else to say i guess other than me being a nursing major i already said that didn't i oh yeah my pronouns are she her my pronouns are she they mine are she her 
And then I didn't mention this, but I'm the oldest of like four. I thought that was important because Mary brought up her siblings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the youngest. I'm the baby. <laughs> I'm the baby raised by the oldest, so I got a lot of respect for the oldest. We love Danny. Oh, okay. Um, I like. <laughs> I like how I mean, you guys are like so like this is this and me. I'm like I don't know how to explain this because I have a half sister. Well, my youngest sister, she's like three. So, with my stepdad, I'm no, I'm not. Well, yeah, with my stepdad, I'm the oldest because there's my half sister and then I have a stepbrother. I don't know how old he is. That's kind of bad. But then I also. Have a stepsister, not stepsister. I can feel a leaf in my teeth. But I have a half sister from my biological dad who's older than me. So I'm like, if you put all my siblings together, I could technically be the middle child. Like the second middle child. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I've just always been the oldest. Yeah, Jesus is the youngest, but <laughs> our whole friend group consists of me, Danny, Mary, Jesus, Austin, and then Jethro. But Jethro's like never here, and Taz. Those who are like never here, but <laughs> this is our like little family. So if you ever hear those names fly around it's from our little tiny family that we formed our freshman year of college and i will say that's like a good piece of advice if you want to make friends or whatever leave your door open but like <laughs> when i live when i left my door open last semester like like the first week of school that's how i met horse girl she fucking scared the shit out of me horse girl ava <laughs> because I was just sitting there doing my homework and Mac was like out with her family and I just left the door open because that's what we were doing we only like closed the door whenever we weren't in the room or like we were going to sleep and all of a sudden I just hear hi um is your roommate here and I was like what the fuck I was like no she's not here she's like oh my name's Ava I'm like down the hall and I was like okay bye <laughs> scared the fuck out of me but through Ava I met Austin and Austin it's a pretty cool dude. He's um, a film major. But right now he's in Phoenix. He's also going to be a part of this podcast too. So you'll hear from him yeah. later. But let's talk about our college experiences now. Since we got you know, our little half-assed introductions. Yeah. <laughs> but how would you rate your college experience so far? I mean like the social aspect i would give like a 10 out of 10 like especially like now like before it was just like awkward and like really uncomfortable because i like didn't get to be myself around the people we used to hang out with just because like we were so different and they were also like racist <laughs> so <laughs> literally and um but like I don't know like now it's just I feel so healthy and like so comfortable and like honestly I feel like I'm just like maturing in this friend group and like I feel like you guys like let me know like what my strengths and weaknesses are and I feel like that's like what a family is and like I literally tell my sister like you guys are like my second family so like you guys like mean so much to me 
And I like, honestly, it was kind of crazy how like fast we became like so close because like I remember in high school, it took me so long to like make a good group of friends. And I feel like I've just gotten so lucky and like really like fate, oh, not me getting emotional. Fate has really like taken like, I don't know, it's toll like with college, but with the education aspect, um, we don't we don't like her. Um, I'm to be honest, like I don't know like what I want to do anymore. Like nursing is a possibility, but like I just want money. Like <laughs> I'm thinking about paramedic, so then I can just like be working already. But who knows? But otherwise, like college is college is fun. Like I recommend it. Um, but also it's expensive, so, like, know what you're doing, and if you don't want to do it, that's totally cool, too, because, honestly, that's where I'm at right now. Like, is this necessary? So, yeah. What about you, Danny? There's a lot about this <laughs> I can go into. Um, like you said, social aspect-wise, it's like a 10 out of 10 for me as well. I really love you guys so much. Like, my friend group in high school was not like this at all. <laughs> like, like I still talk to a very few handful of them, but, like, I I known them since, like, I think since, like, my sophomore year of high school. So that's, like, three years, and I don't feel as close to them as I feel with you guys in, like, the short amount of time that we've known each other. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, my mental health has done way better here, you know, home away from home. Hey. Yeah. I, yeah. If you are like not doing so well mentally, it's because of your parents. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what was it? The uh, education aspect. Um, that's the whole thing. I'm doing marketing, but I'm not regretting my decision, but I also, I'm just really hoping that it's worth it in the end. Um, like Mary said, if college isn't for you, don't feel bad. It's not, f like, it doesn't matter. At least I don't care, like, if you go to college or not. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal. Like, there's a lot of success successful people that have, like, not even Literally, gone to college. Like, some of the richest people in the world. But also, like, coming from, like, a person who's, like, paying for their way through college, like, like, sis dropped a bunch of money like that i've been saving for four years on one year of tuition and books and shit and like that's just crazy to me that like you have to go through all that for an education to like get a good job like, apparently College is a fucking scam. <laughs> like so i'm like i always think about this i'm like where is this fucking fourteen hundred dollars going to and you have fees. It's like, I don't, like what? We have a, an athletic fee? Bitch, I don't even go to the fucking gym. Why am I paying they for... for so much. Yeah, and then, like, we have, what? There's something called, like, a green fee. I don't even know what that is. I didn't All even, like... Cycling, I guess? I know. I, like, I didn't even read the description. There's, like, like, this ASN something, which I think is for, like, a club that I'm not even part of. Yeah, and if they have... If they have, like, this green, like, thing, like, why don't the custodians get paid more? Why don't the teachers get paid more? Like, these are the people who are actually doing the work. Like, where is this money going to? Because I know NAU is not doing, doing oh. shit with the money. Oh. <laughs> Beat that. <laughs> I 
know they're not doing shit with that money because what did they do? Put shingles on the fucking cafeteria? <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, we needed like air conditioning in our housing, and what did you do? Spend like years, and like it gets really fucking hard. Well, like. Stadium or something, something for the sports. <laughs> yeah, that's our what sports aren't even good. <laughs> <laughs> you literally lose every fucking game that we play. No, it was like at the beginning of the semester. I heard someone was talking about like, oh yeah, they like just like spent so and so thousand dollars on like this new like sports thing or like something for like the sports what? aspect of like the school. And you I was like, are you serious? Yeah, it's not, I don't know. Like, college is obviously a scam, but I have to make this scam work for me <laughs> because especially as a first gen, yeah. that's, like, a really big deal to my family. And I I guess I, like, owe it to them in a way, but, like, they say it's for my future, but, like, at some <laughs> points I'm like, <laughs> I, that's what I always tell them. I'm like, I'm doing this for you, not really for me. But they're like, it's going to pay off. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, at the same time. <laughs> And then, hold up, hold up. I also want to mention that, like, I'm also doing this so that my parents are at least happy that one out of the four kids went to college so that they don't pressure my younger siblings to go. Because two of them have, like, (laughs) my two younger brothers have, like, told my parents uh, that they don't plan on going to college. And I told them, like, that's totally fine. Like, you got a plan. And they're like, yeah, I want to go into, like, this, like, um, what is it, soccer, like, what is it called um uh, i forgot the word that they use but like it's during the summer like after like when they, they would graduate high school i something like that like something yeah it's, they said that like during the summer they would like try out for like this like big like Ooh. thing for soccer and they really love soccer oh, club team? yeah i think that's what they call it a club team and so i was like as long as you have a plan like i'll support you throughout the whole way like if mom and dad <laughs> if mom and dad want to pressure you to go to college just tell me and i'll get them off your back and then my only my sister's the only one that seems determined to go to college by but i always tell her like if you don't want to that's fine because she always says she wants to be like an actress and i'm like that's what i wanted to be and so if i couldn't be it i at least want to help her get there you know i even told her like make sure you're joining those drama clubs and theater and she's like i am <laughs> older sister like this makes me so emotional because you were like remind me so much of my older sister like she just like always was that like she was like i'm gonna go to college and like prove that like my siblings can do it and everything and like i don't know it just like warms my heart like how supportive you are of your siblings because like damn like i don't know they're basically my kids (laughs) (laughs) i I raised them but yeah I don't know. Right now, my mom is like, damn. <laughs> uh, I won't say it because I feel like she'll find this somehow. <laughs> but, like, she's, like, putting a lot of pressure for, like, me becoming a nurse. And it's really hard to get into the program we go, where we go to school. And it's, like, a 10, it's less than 10% chance of getting into this nursing program. And, like, if you don't get into it, you have to wait a whole semester to reapply and I'm like what am I going to be doing like what am I going to be doing during that time like the money I'm going to have to spend on like tuition and everything again like I was like I need to be working like I don't know so I'm trying to figure out something else to do and I feel like there's so much pressure from like my parents to like 
get like a mansion or something. It's like, bitch, I don't want that. <laughs> like, I want an apartment with like one room and like a bathroom, and like that will be enough for me. Like, I don't need something crazy. I just want to have a cat and like a nice bed, and that's about it. <laughs> so, I don't know. You feeling any pressure from your family, T? Am I? Oh my goodness. <laughs> It's been installed, instilled into my head since I was probably, like, what, fucking second grade that I had to go to college. So my whole life, I was like, I'm going to go to college. But, like, as I'm here, I'm like, did I, was this my decision to, like, actually want to go to college? Because in high school, I kept saying that I was like, I'm going to be a nurse. I'm going to have this career. But, like, in the back of my head, I was like... Do I really want to do this? And now that I'm, like, here in college, now that I'm, like, here in college, I'm, like, yeah, I don't, like, (laughs) like, now that I'm here, I'm, like, yeah, sure. I'm, like, yeah, I really don't like college that much, especially, like, the fucking workloads that we have that are probably like so fucking unnecessary i feel like college from probably like what when my mom was in high school is not as hard as it is right now exactly. and like what mary said like a few days ago nobody <laughs> there's probably gonna be like no doctors no nurses anymore because nobody wants to fucking do this shit anymore and like the teachers are always like if you want to be successful in this course you got to make sure that you're planning out everything making sure you're studying um i'm putting myself first i'm not the reason like the reason why i procrastinate so much is because i'm like i can't mentally do this right now and for me to probably like what have to take four pages of notes and like watch a video that's like two hours long and then do that probably like what four times a week it's like I know there are so many hours in like the week, but I can only do so much work, especially with like the workload that we have. I know. It's so annoying, but like the labs. Honestly, I feel like we should be able to take classes on the way that we're like our learning styles. Because when I'm in my labs, I feel like I learn more because. I figured out that I'm a hands-on learner. I can't just sit in a classroom or sit on, like, my desk and just watch, like, a two-hour video or, like, sit through, like, a an hour and 30-minute lecture because I space out. I yeah. <laughs> like, today, I had my fucking anatomy lecture. I checked out, like, five minutes in, and I was like, I literally can't do this my right now. <laughs> my lecture yesterday for, um, was it Intro to Business Law is what they call it, and... I was passing out. And this <laughs> lecture is not like an 8 a.m. This is a 12 p.m. to 2. <laughs> and it was so bad because... 12 p.m. to 2? <laughs> it's a two-hour class? It's, Damn, yeah. Really <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hate that. I don't really like it. But it's whatever, I guess, you know? But, like, I was just there. And I was like, he played a video. And I, it was so boring. I wasn't paying attention, so I was zoning out. And then next thing I know, like, my eyes were so heavy. And then <laughs> I started, like, bobbing my head down. And I think I was scaring the girl next to me because at one point, like, my head, like, went so down, like, out of nowhere. 
that she kind of like peeks at me sideways and I had to play it off like oh yeah yeah like I was like nodding yeah. my head was like uh, dealing with like a headache or something it was so bad but I was so tired I was about to like literally just close my eyes but I remember at the beginning of the semester they mentioned that um if they catch you sleeping that they would like deduct points yeah. so yeah I like had to like pry my eyes open that was rough like I feel like college is like a scam not gonna lie um I'm gonna rant about this for probably a couple of minutes but um one of the things why I think it's a scam is because they make you take all these like prerequisites that aren't even like required well like aren't even like necessary for your career like I was like I feel like high school is like should be that time to like get all that shit out of the way and in college it's like okay like I'm not here to do like math 101 like bitch when am I gonna use this in my career like in my math class like it's required for our our major but it's like why do I need this it's statistics like when in when in fucking nursing am I gonna pop out my TI 34 and just be like hmm I'm gonna calculate the percentage of like your injury or something like I don't know. It's crazy. Like, physics and stuff like that. Like doctors yeah. have to like take physics and like calculus and and all that. And I was like, mm, you'll never use that ever again. Um, <laughs> I think my sister said it perfectly one time. She was like, college is a business. Like they, you are basically the product. Like getting popped out. And if you survive, you survive. And they show you off and they're like, this is our percentage of people who like have a 4.0 and blah, 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 and have a scholarship. And it's just like, I didn't come here to be like, literally become a statistic and put all of my mental health on the line for classes that I'm like, why do I need this? Like, the fact we had to take English, like basic English doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like, in high school, like, I took, like, four English classes. I was like, that should be enough to let you know that, like, I'm I'm good. Like, I know I know how to write. Like, I'm okay. Like, and, it, and it's so crazy, too, because for nursing, we have to take two, like, SAT kind of style tests to see if we can write in the first place. So it's like, so why did I have to take that class? Like, I feel like that class should prove more than this fucking test that I can, I have the capability of, like, thinking. Oh, my gosh. Don't even get me started on, like, fucking, like, uh, what are they called? Like, well, it reminded me of how I had this conversation my junior year because I was taking AP Lang at the time. And the topic was how do we as students feel when we're just stats because when it comes to the standardized testing how do we feel that that based on like school how they like judge that as like how well we are like how smart we are and how do we feel about like a gpa representing us because a lot of people have testing anxiety like i'm one of those people (laughs) testing testing anxiety though is not just like it's it's not just like for everyone it's it's for minorities like especially because right when you go into any standardized test like as a woman as like a person of color you're automatically told that you're gonna score lower or you're gonna like not get a good score and it it's really messes with your head like there's a whole psychology aspect to it and it's like of course the like you're gonna score lower because like 
you have that all in your head and you're like well like I guess I'm a girl like I can't do math like I remember that was like a whole thing when I was growing up was like oh you're a girl like you can't do math like I was like well yeah I can't do math but it's not because I'm a fucking girl it's just because I can't do math like in school it I feel like in school it's so important to take classes that you're interested in because if you're not interested in you're not going to pay attention oh, yeah. because this fucking microbiology class I were in we okay last semester I spent four months learning about this stupid cell Fuck and then this, this semester for like what five weeks we're like five weeks in we're still learning about the cell and I'm like girl I do not care about this goddamn cell. I don't care if we're learning about a bacterial cell now. Girl, that cell can go kick rocks. I don't care about her. But then I also feel like tests, I don't know. They're such a scam. If they're not a book, I don't want it. I know. It doesn't make sense because... (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't make sense because literally I remember watching this video in high school and how it was like, if your teacher isn't doing an open like an open note test like they aren't preparing you for the future because like you're literally you're yeah you have all the books available to you when you're out of school like and when you're a doctor or when you're in in law school you can look shit up in a book anytime you want for whatever you're working on like you don't have to keep that all in your head yes you have to know shit and know where to find things but like if you try to memorize everything and keep that all in your head you're not gonna you're not gonna remember it and you're gonna just end up super stressed out and act like you're you don't think you're smart enough and everything. It's just crazy to me that like tests are like what they are, especially time tests. Oh yeah, that's talking about this yesterday, <laughs> but like I was taking my math test today. And I was like, you know what? Like I would have gotten a hundred today, like if I had the time, because I wasn't able to finish. And I was like, shit, like I failed. Mm-hmm. And I did like okay, right? But the whole time, I was just thinking, like, shit, I'm not going to finish, I'm not going to finish. And, like, that stress is just, like, crazy to me. Like, it, I literally had three hours after that fucking test where I could have just, like, stayed and finished it. Like, if I had, like, an extra 15, 30 minutes, I would have finished it, probably gotten 100, and I would have been, like, y'all, like, hey, <laughs> this math isn't even that hard. Like, but, I don't know, time tests, I get so pissed off about yeah. that. Because I have my math test tomorrow. And, <laughs> and she was, like, saying that if you come to class early, she'll give you the first 10 minutes prior to class to work on it and then the last 10 minutes after class to work on it. So you get a, a total of an hour at most. And then I was like, okay, that doesn't sound too bad. But then they were like, but there's some people that would take, like, three times the amount that I would take. Because she said that she goes through and like pretends to take the test as she makes the answer sheet for it and she was like well just estimating there's people that like take three times the amount of time that i took and then there's people that would take like even more than that but she's like i can only extend it to an hour at most and i was like well that's not very fair for the people who like take longer to like process things i am lucky that like i understand math faster but like when it came to my english tests that took me a little while because i would have to reread the text over and over again because i was not paying attention sense too because in real life they aren't gonna just be like okay you have 30 minutes to like figure this shit out and like if you don't like you fail like yes like you have to know things and stuff but like you have time to figure it out and there's not as much pressure 
Whereas, like, a times test, like, that's so much pressure. And, like, you end up not doing, like, your best. And, like, it doesn't mean that you couldn't do your best. So I feel like it really puts people at, like, a disadvantage, even if they know the material. Which, it kind of sucks because then you're left with the teacher who always says shit like, Oh, well, you should have studied more. Or, like, they blame you. And one of the things I love... I recommend to everyone to take a criminology class because teachers so fucking cool and the class is just so interesting like you not only learn about like crime but you actually learn about like social constructs like in society like about like racism and like like I don't know privilege racism but um yeah and it's just such a cool class because you get to have discussions and even though i don't like having discussions in that class because so many people are so fucking white like bass pro shop white (laughs) like and like super conservative and it's just like i'm standing there like how can you think like this like uh, there's like the actual facts are like right in front of your face like Mm -hmm. you're just spewing propaganda and like fox news shit like <laughs> America would be so much better if college was free. Yes. <laughs> but they don't want to do that because no. it's a capitalist society. Yeah. <laughs> Which sucks. Because, like, there's so many things that, like, we, or, like, the government could do so much better to, like, make this country, like, much better. Like, what's one of them? Like, universal health care? I feel like that should be a thing. But a lot of people are so against that. And I'm just like, why are you against, like, not having to worry yeah. about the cost of going Literally. to get help like medical wise because um that's always like a last resort for my family because what was it one time immigration mm-hmm. like why is that such a big fucking deal like my dad it took him like almost all my life to get his like papers and become like official citizen and it's insane like the amount of money that you spend like up front your lawyers are like you're gonna have to pay like ten thousand dollars but that doesn't even like that's not like the cost of like the phone calls you have to make with your lawyer because they charge you like 200 bucks a pop for like a phone call to like set up shit but also you have to like get like workmanship shit and then you have to pay for like forms from like the dmv and all these other like like national buildings and shit and it just racks up and up and up and like when you're immigrating here like you don't have the resources to like do that unless you've got money but like my dad he didn't have money <laughs> so like of course it took him his whole life to become a citizen here and now he's like whoa like i don't even know if i want to live here anymore oh, so much about that because for the longest time america's always like oh yeah we welcome everyone with like open arms but then they don't especially right now i saw a tiktok like it, just because it's a TikTok doesn't mean it's unreliable. But it was yeah. AOC, and she oh, was she was talking yeah. about how the people were being treated in those like what what are they called? Like the prisons. They're called prisons, but they feel more like concentration camps because yeah. people were like forced to drink water out of a toilet bowl yeah. because that was the only running water that they were having in the cells. Kids were being separated from their mothers, and they weren't being even treated like humans. And 
We can talk about that. <laughs> this American dream. Scratch that dream out. Put nightmare. This place is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> like, yeah, we may have, like, I know why America calls itself the greatest country in the world. Bitch, you got some internal issues that you need to worry about. Y'all ever been to Amsterdam? Like, that shit, they, they're on top of their shit in Amsterdam. Like, that is one of my top places I want to live because, like, education, so fucking cool. And, like, the way they educate in high school for your career, like, that is some revolutionary shit because that just proves that America is a capitalist society because they're like, we're going to try to make so many ranks for education so you have to spend so much money to like even get a job and even pay your like bills like where is it i think it was florida that they passed the like don't say gay act where they're like literally prohibiting schools from like talking about like gay um like stuff what was it like history and stuff like that so much what is it the fucking first amendment freedom of speech that literally they're goes they're against their fucking amendment. I know. It's so, like... <laughs> so this is how this is fucking stupid. I mean, if you want to be... If you want us to become your presidents... Good. Yes, we can become your presidents. AOC for president. AOC for president. And we could be her secretary. Because I've never seen someone so young and, like, speak facts like as well and eloquently as she does she literally understands like what the middle class is like and really wants to advocate for us unlike the other old white people they're like oh they just need to work harder to you know make it into the top one percent and like that's not how that (laughs) and how it's so hard to probably like make as much money as you want in america because you know you have a a privilege like we're not even Full dollar compared to the man. Entire like, isn't it like an entire like twenty cent difference or something? It like like starts to vary based on like your background. Like if you're black, if you're Hispanic, Asian, it like goes even lower from that. In in white collar jobs, especially, they like hire based on what you look like and and who you know. Like it's like, oh, your dad. Like it's so it's so like what's the word nepotism? Yeah, yeah, it's literally that. Like nepotism. Every time I think about nepotism, I just think about that stupid ass child actress from that fucking Hawkeye show. Daddy, girl, get the fuck (laughs) out of here. Nepotism is like when you get something because of your family. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but but like. like, like, So like you, so like somebody could be working their fucking ass off for like this one thing. Yeah. That's so fucking stupid. Like, oh my god, I. My sister, my sister was literally talking about this because in med school nepotism is a huge thing because. It's like my sister has done like six internships and is like in her like final year of med school and she was applying to this one hospital that she'd been wanting to work at for like all of her life because she went there one time and just was like amazed by how like organized and everything it was and she applied for it and this other bitch from her program applied for it and she was like saying how this like girl in the program like never knows anything never is on top of her shit like 
complains about every class and like all the work she's doing and like shows up late and stuff and she got hired instead of my sister and it's because she's super connected because her mom is some like really top surgeon at like some hospital yeah that's what i was gonna talk about because so i always think about this because i'm like so if i don't make it into like the nursing school i'm okay whatever but like it would really irk me if if she did did. because i feel like because i remember when we were roommates she'd always talk about like oh i know this person that's like one of the head cia people because of my fucking mom or like her fucking family literally goes to a country club Mm. that's enough privilege for like you know so (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like I went in there, I, like, when I went with her to go see her family, we went in the country club, and I was like, I feel so out of place right now, I don't like it here, or when I went to go meet her family, girl, there was no black people, there was no people of color, so it was all white people, and all Mac had to do was just walk up to the desk and be like, oh, can I have a Coke? Yeah, put on my dad's tab, and I was like, okay, and then when, like, we went to go meet her family. I didn't feel at place at all because that house was so fucking big. And I remember her bragging about the fact, like, her her and her two brothers, they had, like, they all got their own separate, like, PS4s. And they all got their separate, like, VR headsets. And I was like, I literally don't care about that right now. And I just felt so out of place there. I was so ready to fucking leave. That's why when, like, we used to be friends with them... And there was, like, a plan for, like, Jesus to go spend Thanksgiving with them since he wasn't going home. Yeah. I was I was so worried because I was like, I don't want Jesus to feel like how I felt whenever I went over to that house. Because it just felt, I felt so out of place. Her family's really nice, but, like, it doesn't, yeah, it didn't really feel genuine. I just felt like a lot of the care that we, the care, in quotation marks, that we got from them was just performative they didn't really actually care about us and that's why i'm really glad (laughs) that we don't have them in our life anymore because i would have lost my fucking shit i would have i don't know i'd probably be in the same mental state that i was when i lived with my parents (laughs) i'm saying that's how bad it was but i just hate the fact like if you have so much privilege in your life you have so many connections you can go through life so easy and like you don't realize that there's like other people below you that like yeah they're working their ass off putting in overtime and just to be let down because oh this person knew the fucking oh that's like something else that i learned in like high school so we did this thing where it's like who's more likely to get in college if so uh, let's talk about like um if so let's for example let's say john <laughs> <laughs> so like say john hopkins that's like the highest medical school or whatever one of my friends goes there but um yeah high school friends well not really friends she did me dirty anyways um <laughs> but they something was like if one of your if like you had like one relation to like what like the owner of that school or like you have the same last name or like you know some connection there you can get into that college for free and you can like you don't have to do anything you can get accepted you probably like have like 
a two like yeah that was one of the examples of like the people too they had like a 2.0 gpa and they automatically like automatically got admitted because of their privilege i fucking hate it here man so that's why i'm like that's like that's also something else that like makes me second guess being a nurse because i'm like i don't mean it sound mean when i say this but we go to a predominantly white institution and a lot of these people here you can tell by just looking at them that person like the way that they sometimes like the way people carry themselves i'm like that person looks like a fucking asshole yeah, you I might become like a surgeon there's like this guy on the bus and i just like looked over at darlene and i was just like i don't like this person's vibe like yeah. they, ha- they had yeah, yeah even I like they're like giving like a weird look and i was just like they gave major frat vibes but honestly if mac gets in i'm actually like positive she's gonna get in and i don't really give a shit it's definitely because of her connections but also like i don't really care because i feel like she cares so much about it and i'm just like you know what like go ahead (laughs) like i don't really care like I'm I'm able to like do something else. I feel like she like w- doesn't know what else to do, and in high school and like from what I'm also seeing because I live in the nursing building, you know, to live in. I don't belong here, <laughs> but like a lot of the people or a lot of the girls mostly carry themselves as like the mean girls in high school, and it's kind of sad to see that like. Yeah that stereotype like mean girls becoming nurses is still gonna be like a thing because unfortunately those are the only people that get in instead of the people that actually care and are putting in the work for it tiktok or like i see memes about it they're like the girl that literally told you to kill yourself is now becoming a nurse and that was like the thing about like that whole like previous roommate situation I don't know. We've already been name dropping. We can just, you know, edit it. Yeah. So like, yeah. So like Mac, Alicia, and Ava, they all want to be nurses. And when you look at their personality, they don't really seem as if they'll, they're very caring about it. Because I feel like, I feel like to become a nurse, what it takes to be a nurse, or like even a surgeon, or like any person that's in the medical field, I feel like you really have to care about your patients, or you have to be like a really good person deep inside and like you actually want to like change something or like help people but like the way that the vibes that i got from them is just i'm just gonna do nursing just to do nursing or like just for like the money or whatever i never really got good vibes from them and i don't really get good vibes from like the people that live in our fucking dorm or like the fucking biology classes that i'm in i just hear i'm a nursing major i'm a nursing major i just look at them and i'm like i'm looking at you right now and you look like I don't know. You still, yeah. You look like a Karen. Yeah, I, can, I don't know. Like, I don't know if this would count like being on both sides. Like, I did consider going into med school because I also wanted to help people. I wanted to. I so strongly believed for like, I think my whole junior year, I was like, I'm gonna become a gynecologist. I'm gonna help women get like their tubes tied and everything because I just found it so unfair at how hard it is just to like do that because there's like. They're like, oh, what about your husband? Like, don't you want kids later on? Like, no, I don't. Those little goblins can, like, not exist, you know? <laughs> and so I chose not to because um, I just, I don't have the time to dedicate nor the money to. 
and a girl needed money real quick and I figured marketing was the easiest thing that I could do but then um my mother has been on the receiving end of like harsh doctors she's gone through multiple doctors who wouldn't like take her like seriously when she would like describe her pain there was one time when she I think it was when she had kidney stones it was prior before she got diagnosed with kidney stones um she went to like multiple doctors and was talking about it and like they didn't listen to her and would just change her prescription every once in a while and it wasn't until like she couldn't like bear the pain in her side anymore that we had to take her to the ER and that's when she had to have like last minute surgery to like get it out because she apparently had kidney stones and no one knew that and then it wasn't until over the summer where um apparently in the medical field they actually have a term for um hispanic women and when they like like complain about it yeah they call it like um uh what do they call it like latinas or like i i i like something like that because that's how a lot of like women um because you know they don't know much english the only like way that they can express like they're feeling pain they're like i aquí me duele like that's like what we say for like ouch i and so they have that term in the medical field and they say well if she's saying that then she's just like over exaggerating her pain and i found that so devastating because i just i was there by my mom's side when she would go through the doctor she doesn't like going through the doctors either because she just knows that they're not going to believe her and she um is recently dealing with like high blood pressure and so she has like medication for that and um they opened this like small clinic near our house so that she's able to like walk there and she usually has this male doctor and he seems all right my mom seems to like him because he seems to be the only one that like actually puts time to listen to what she says and then the one time he wasn't in the office but she had an appointment she had to go with this um female doctor or uh, and she was just like not listening to my mom at all and then prescribed her the wrong kind of medication and like upped her dosage and then my mom was like okay I'll try it because I trust them they're a doctor they went through all of this and then she said that like the first three days that she was on that higher dosage she felt even worse and nauseous than she did prior and that she even had to like stop and then she like made a new appointment with her old doctor the guy and then he was like no yeah she shouldn't have recommended you that dosage and that's when my mom was like okay and then he like gave her the right one and that's that's why like me and my family are kind of iffy when it comes to doctors because she's gone through the um more like what is it called to doctor's office than we have as kids because unfortunately she just hasn't had good health but it's like hearing her story and like seeing it too it's just it doesn't encourage us to like trust them because they just don't care and I feel that's the sad part is that yeah it's just so sad to see that doctors are really only there for a paycheck and they, they don't care about people when I feel like that's like the number one motivation that a lot of people go into it and it's because of people like them because of this privilege that they carry themselves that you just like don't find the motivation to keep going anymore i feel like i feel like like i don't know like medical shows like they show the doctors caring so much about their patients but like i don't really think that that's like reflected in the real world like i was just talking to one of the girls at carpool with up to like ski and stuff and her doctor switched her birth control medication without even like consulting her about it and that kind of shit like totally like 
screws up your hormones because you literally have like adapted your whole body to this medication that is already taking a toll on like what you are and like how you act and everything and like it's like a crazy medication to take it has so many health risks and everything and just changed it without her consent consent or anything like didn't even tell her and when she went to like pick up the medication she was like this is the same medication right and they affirmed her and was like yes it's the same medication and she went through like super like like really bad cramps like wasn't on her period or anything and was like this is not normal and it was like three days into taking this medication and it looked the same too so she didn't really know and she went back and then figured out that her like doctor like totally changed her birth control and I was like this is the kind of shit that just shows like like how like I don't know like how privileged they are because like especially for women i feel like we get a lot of shit for like our bodies and how like how emotional we are but yes but also i feel like the medical industry doesn't even favor to our bodies like if you think about it the way like we give birth like it isn't it isn't suited for like how we're actually naturally supposed to give birth like what animal yeah what other mammal like sits on their like back and like gives birth like uh, apparently like yeah it was king henry this asshole he yeah and a whole a whole like medical like way and practice was based off this one bitch that just wanted to see his wife give birth to their babies like that's crazy to me and it's like if this is still present and we literally know like it's not effective for women like if you talk to people who are like midwives and doulas like they like recommend things like water births and like standing up when you give birth because it will help your contractions and it it's it's actually natural for you and the natural like I don't know like the hormones or whatever like work better you're like under less stress in the position and your nerves are in less tension and everything but like that just proves to me that like the medical industry just doesn't give a shit about women and the fact that something like nursing which is a predominantly like female job is seen as lower as a doctor and doctor is considered like the male job still yeah it's and the nurses now like we're losing so many nurses because it's so competitive to get into programs and i was literally reading this whole thing about how like our generation the medical field is gonna suffer so much because like it's so competitive and these colleges are making it so hard to get into these programs that everyone's dropping it because why are you gonna do that shit at the cost of your mental health and that's one of my recommendations is like don't do it if like if you don't feel comfortable with it because i'm at that stage right now where i'm just like is this what i want to do like is this like worth my mental like stability and everything that i have like the little that i had left like do i want to waste it on becoming a nurse
And then I think I was like watching something where they mentioned that like the whole medical field is also like mostly catered to white people because yeah. there's also that like um what is it that misconception that black people have like tougher skin compared to yeah, white people. Really yeah. So I I don't know. I remember like this one like medical case that I was like like reading about or like I saw and it was just like a whole bunch of people saying like yeah doctors don't really or like this one like white doctor was like yeah we got like taught that black people don't feel pain as much. But then it's like it's so annoying because one that just like I don't know. It's so fucking annoying because literally we're all human. If I get a paper cut right now, I'm going to act like a little bitch because I don't have a good pain tolerance. And just saying that, like, based on, like, the color of somebody's skin, that they won't feel as much pain as a white person. So what you're saying is... I mean, if we think about it, what they're saying is white people are weak. Anyways. Anyways. (laughs) Not you, though. (laughs) huge controversy with especially like um like like uh organ donations and stuff where it was like a super corrupt racist system and it was only broken down in like 2016 but it's like it it makes me question like that's systemic like that's probably still there like the amount of people who get like organ like recommendations and stuff it's probably like a nepotism thing but also like a race thing like also very like homophobic too yeah, like really? if you go to like a doctor and like when you fill out your physician form it asks you if you have sex and everything and if you're using a condom but it doesn't like it doesn't like say anything else about like i don't know like especially for gay sex for me like a lot of a lot of like lesbians going into like using things like straps and like like dildos and shit like they don't know that they have to use a condom like you can get a bacterial infection if you don't use a condom on things like that like yes it's plastic and it doesn't have shit coming out of it but you're putting that in your vaginal canal and that can have bacteria on it and i don't think we're educated throughout the whole medical system about that but also in nursing school right now like even in like like anatomy classes i'm like where's the representation in like the models like we only see white like people there was this like person that was going into med school they were saying like all like the videos when it came to like doing like surgeries or like cutting up or stuff like that and trying to close it up they only saw it was done on a white person and so a lot of people were like well she she was um she's a poc she was a she's a minority too and she was like wondering like why is it always white people that it's on those like demonstration videos why is it not someone else really physical models yeah even like if you probably like research like other like medical stuff yeah like the fake skin for like stitching you don't really get like diversity or anything or like any of like the life-size models are all white and i like until you said it now i'm like damn that is true i only ever see white people and there's probably like a white doctor out there being like um 
So how do I stitch up this black person's skin because it looks different from like the model that I was working on and that's so stupid. <laughs> that's just what I was gonna say because um, they not only were like wondering why there was a lack of representation but they were also wondering like what it would be like to like work on a different skin tone because yeah. it's not obviously the same and it's not as easy. And the whole thing about like people of color like they scar differently too i know that's like a big thing like like you have to think about like the pigmentations of other people's too because like some facial products that i could be using could actually be damaging to my melanated skin (laughs) that's crazy because a lot of like face soaps have like bleach components in them Mm -hmm. which is really sad which i also stemming into the whole colorism thing of like white is beauty and everything else isn't because like in asian countries bleaching products are like not only are they expensive but they're like seem like so valuable and like they use it so often because they also think that white is beauty yeah Yeah. my friend my friend is from the philippines and like her mom is like like their culture believes like that like the lighter skin is like very beautiful and everything and so like she i remember she said that she her mom made her use the soap when she was really young and she just thought it was like barred soap or whatever but it was like literally this like skin lightening like soap or whatever and she said like it like permanently affected like her skin and like her skin is very dry now because it had like really harsh like bleaching components and like alcohol components and it's just so sad like i understand like the like the history of like the culture and like what beauty is because i mean that's different everywhere like what beauty is but at the same time like it's just like i feel like beauty can be anything and like we shouldn't make it this expectation that like i don't know it's just so damaging to people and like what they look like and how they feel about themselves. What is it that we prefer, like yo European centric like yeah. beauty standards? Yeah. yeah, like that's the word. And there was a TikTok that said like once you like break away from that, you start to notice like beauty comes in all shapes and sizes, yeah. and you actually start to like appreciate the beauty within yourself too. And I think that like that like in that like impacted me because that's so true like once you do break away from what like america america calls beauty and stuff like that i don't know because like what is it a lot of the media a lot of color like it does come from like cultures too but i feel like now the media is like probably picked up so much colorism especially like within the black community too i'm like looking at all these tiktoks and all these misogynistic posts and all these like colorist and like homophobic posts and i'm just like god damn like you would think that like one of the most like what what's the fucking word discriminated fucking groups of people you would think that like we would want to come together and you know be like one community but like no colorism is like a thing within the black community and that's like a thing that i always think about i'm not even dark-skinned i'm like you know medium tone light skin and i don't know coming here i feel like 
I don't know if it's, like, a bad thing to say, but, like, coming here, I was, like, I know I'm going to a predominantly white institution. I'm probably going to have, like, no friends at all because of my skin color. Or, like, I'm probably not going to find love or anything because of my skin color. Look at her go! <laughs> Look at me go, though! But that was, like, a thing that I always thought about, especially, like, with our previous roommates, too. I never really was fully myself because I was, like, it's because I'm black. <laughs> you know, I may joke about that a lot, but I'm, like, damn, I'm black. And, like, there's probably, like, a whole bunch of shit that I, like, probably can't do. And I sometimes, like, even walking around, I just feel very judged just for, like, the color of my skin. And, like, you would think, I remember, I think one time I went to, like, a school that had, like, very much like diverse people but then you could notice that like even like the black dudes that you would think would be on your side is catering more to like the white girls i'm like that's disgusting get the fuck away from me i'm gonna go hang out with my sisters over here (laughs) oh my god let's talk about that because okay so Back to the colorism real quick. Um, I also deal, dealt with that. I was a lot darker when I was younger, and that was kind of, like, looked upon down. Yeah, like, a lot of my friends would, like, kind of make fun of it. They were like, oh, my God, I don't know if this happened to you, but, like, a lot of my friends, they would, like, if they had, like, a long suit, they would, like, push it up and, like, show their arm, and they'd be like, oh, my God, look at how much lighter I am compared to you. Like, that, that was a... Yes, th- someone did it to yeah that was a thing and so um not only did i feel self-conscious about that um i also remember going to a quinceanera and this girl we're still friends with her we still know her she's like a family friend and she was like so pretty and i was like comparing myself to her i was like mom why why does she look so pretty and not me and my mom was like oh it's because she's lighter than you (laughs) (laughs) and then because of that i I lived in Arizona my whole life. I literally wore jackets and long sleeves during the summer to, like, not get any darker. I, like, avoided going outside to, like, get lighter. And, like, a part of me, I don't know how I feel about it because I'm way lighter compared to when I was younger. And I kind of feel sad about that. Like, I got no melon in me or anything. (laughs) I got no color. I think it's shitty that we have to like nowadays like you would think that it wouldn't be necessary or that it's not an actual thing that we have like we actually do live our daily lives based off the way that we look or like the color of our skin <laughs> yeah that like reminds me because um i also think that i haven't faced a lot of like racism now as older or like based on like color of my skin because of how light i look now um especially compared to my siblings at least because they're always outside and they look darker than me and so i always worry that they're gonna like get the comments that like i have been fortunate enough to not get and that's so sad because my mom has dealt with a lot of comments because she is she's like relatively a little darker than me right and like people would be able to point it out so quickly with her and they're like oh you need to go back to where you're from and stuff like that yeah and this is so sad because my mom actually almost got ran over once by this white lady, I think it was. Yeah, she was literally on her way to pick up my siblings from school because the elementary school was like a 15-minute walk from our house. And she was saying that this one lady was yelling at her to like go back to where she's from and try to run her over. And it was so sad because uh, I'm always so ready to like throw something or like say something to people because for me it's like, 
I always speak Spanish with my mom because she only knows Spanish. And so I always see those videos, like, people saying, like, why aren't you taking, why aren't you talking in English? Like, this is America. Bitch, there's no official language here. <laughs> yeah. That's so annoying because I hate the phrase. Go back to where you came from. Sis. Literally. Like, this is literally, like, this is literally stolen land. If anybody needs to go back where they came from, it's the one that stole this land. And I just feel so bad for, like, like all, like, the Native American community, too. Because, like, I remember Jethro saying that the reservation is probably, like, the biggest, like, community for, like, Native Americans. I remember him telling me that. And I was like, damn, it's, like, not even that big, too. I don't know if this is right, though. Wasn't there, like, trying to build, like, an oil thing on, like, their land? Oh, yeah, that was a huge thing. Like, wasn't it, like, three years ago? Like, two years ago? (laughs) But I remember... It felt so recent. I felt so upset. It was was affecting this, like, whole reservation's, like, water system. Like, their whole water system was ruined by this oil company. And, like, everyone was literally defending this oil company i remember and i was just like wait what i was like like this makes zero sense like this is this is people's lives like if this was white people like y'all would be up in flames you would be like this is a human rights violation blah 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 like you're putting our children like in danger like they only care about themselves, really, at the end of the day. And they always want to preach about saying how diverse they are, yet they're not, like, treating us as equals or even, like, putting us on the same, like, starting play field at all. Because, yeah, the way that a lot of, like, white, conservative, Republican people are just more, or s- the way that they want to say pro-choice when it comes to a mask but not pro-choice when it comes to abortion rights it's because they're not pro-choice they're pro-birth because these are the same people that are like pro-death penalty and it's like bitch how can you be like i'm pro-life and then be like kill this bitch like that makes zero sense they lack lack empathy and i don't understand (laughs) why that's such a hard thing for them to like have like, I how can you not have empathy for another person at all? I feel like they have empathy. They're just being brainwashed. Like, I don't even think they even know their own opinions. Because as, like, someone who's a liberal, like, I educate myself so fucking much on issues. Like, and if I think something on, like, even the liberal side is wrong, then I'll be like, okay, like, I want to research more about this topic. Whereas, like, conservatives, they'll look at one news source or hear something from their friends, and that's all. Like, Joe Rogan, that, like, that Facebook, Fox News, like, (laughs) they look at places that give, like, self-narratives as their facts, per se, but it's like, bitch, you can't just use someone's, like, experience as, like, a fact. Like, that, that makes zero sense. And another thing is, like, I feel like Trump just, like, I don't know, like, when all this media was coming out and, like, Fox News was so supportive of Trump and everything he was saying and everything he was doing and everything he was, like, like, acting... Yeah. Like he loves stupid people and uneducated people and like that's 
Because he's so manipulative. Like, if you think about it, he is a businessman, and he knows how to, like, trick people. He knows how to get subscribers, and those subscribers are his supporters and what makes him money and keeps him in the media. Like, that's how he works. And the saddest part about it is, like, my dad, literally someone who immigrated here, supports someone like that. Like, that's so crazy to me because because this is the man that like doesn't want anyone immigrating to america puts harsh labels on people's religion and labels people as terrorists labels people as like race racial slurs all the time super sexist super homophobic but it's just like how can you support someone this hateful and claim yourself as a catholic or a christian My dad, like, when he was coming to, to what is it, the, what was it, the 2020 ele- elections? Oh. Uh, yeah, my dad was like, you know, Trump did kind of good, you know, for the economy and stuff like that. And I was like, Fuck dad, the economy. Uh, <laughs> the economy's yeah. But, like, I just, he said a lot of other stuff, but I just told him, like, I was like, dad, how can you be supportive of someone who doesn't want you here? Like, have you thought about that? That's <laughs> really so fucking weird because, like, when I lived in El Paso, I'm, like, right next to the border. I'm like ten minute drive to the border, and then like Trump had like a fucking rally, uh, like a big ass rally in El Paso, and I wasn't expecting a lot of people to go. Right. But that day, I remember seeing a whole bunch of fucking kids coming to school with their fucking MAGA hats, yeah. and I was like, "How does this make sense to you? Like, are we not watching the news? Are we not like hearing the words that are coming out of his actual fucking mouth?" I don't. I believe that Trump supporters literally don't listen to like a word that he says. I feel like it's all just hearsay. Yeah. Like it's kind of just like, oh, this happened to my cousin Jimmy. Like, uh, so let's support this creep. Like, <laughs> like, and like, the logic. like back to like the pro-life thing. It. I always think about this. I'm like, you guys, like pro-lifers, are very contradicting of themselves. Do you want to save this what two-week-old fetus Actually, that just? A fucking parasite. That's the word. <laughs> parasite. A two-week-old parasite. But we're not gonna address the fucking what adoption system. Oh, my God, oh yeah. don't even get me started. On <laughs> my my mom was in foster care literally her whole life, and this is a bitch who's like so pro-life, right? And is like so pro-adoption. And I was just like. If you're so pro-adoption, where's the kids who adopted? Like, if you're so pro, like, I want people, like, in the system. The system, she knows it's a fucked up place. She talks about it all the time. She has mental issues, and it was never addressed until later in her life because of the system. And it's, like, it doesn't make any sense to me because it's, like, these bitches are, like, I'm so pro-adoption, just, like, give birth to the baby, and then give it up for adoption. Well, you're just birthing another kid into the system that has to suffer, has to suffer things like sexual assault, has to suffer things like mental, like, illness, and just being deprived of, I don't know, like, love and everything, so. There was this, like, video, I think it was, like, there were these women, I don't know if they were in front of, like, 
uh, Planned Parenthood or something like that. But they were saying how they were also pro-life and that you shouldn't kill the baby. But then this one guy, he came up to them and he was like, okay, then how many kids have you adopted? And they're like, I have two of my own. And they're like, oh, so you adopted two. They're like, no, I have two of my own. And it was like that whole like idea of like their own kids, but yet wouldn't like adopt any. I couldn't. so pro-adoption but you're just like those kids are different like they won't be my own it's just like bitch like that's the whole point of adoption is adopting so you have they're your kids after you adopt them i'd rather rather adopt than have my own kids Mm -hmm. if i ever have kids i'm adopting i've honestly thought of becoming a foster parent because i i feel like i would just like really enjoy like shaping like future generations And I feel like that's, like, the thing about parenting is, like, so much pressure to, like, give your kid and make make your kid become this special thing, right? But I just want to, like, shape, like, the ideas and, like, the mental, like, aspects of, like, the next generation. Like, I don't want them to have that pressure. I want them to be able to, like, do whatever the fuck they want, go to college, become a surgeon. Or you could work at a fucking grocery store and have your own place or... I don't know, live with a bunch of roommates or travel the world. Because I feel like the standard that's put on us, our generation, is that you need to make a lot of money and you need to support a family that you're going to have in the future. Yeah, especially for women. But I also think that's like probably rooted in what the old American dream was. I consider it the old because in my eyes, there is no American dream. It was just, yeah, it's a lot of like, would the right word be propaganda to say because it was it was one of the reasons that actually like brought my parents here because they also they did once upon a time believe in the american dream that they thought like if they like worked their asses off they would be able to like live this like more than like comfortable life though than what we're living currently but um even now i asked them recently or like i was talking with my mom about college and all that and I was like, Mom, my dream is not to graduate and work till I die. I told her that. And she was like, I know, but unfortunately, that's all we can do to survive. And that's so sad that the only way to survive is to, like, work till we're dead. And I think it was one of those videos that I remember watching in high school where it was like, the school system isn't, like, putting kids through it to, like, ste- to like, yeah, to, like like birth like a new like innovation or something like that it's to like produce more workers that keep like the whole country running and i don't know it's just it's so sad (laughs) because like since i'm a military kid i had to like fill out this form and i was like what even is this form that i'm filling out until like later i found out that it's just to give the school more money and then my teachers even said that like during third period they're like i don't know something about like third period is like the most important because that's where they get like attendance from and that's where they get like the most money from and then it's so annoying but then i also like honestly for me i'm just like if you want to be happy i don't know growing strawberries and cherries and making your own bakery i feel like you should be able to do that we shouldn't just be able to just have this like yeah, a capitalistic world and where we're just working and working and working and not having fun. 
Oh, and that's what I was going to say. I was like, the older generation is just so... They had it so much easier. Everything was so much cheaper. Yeah, and like, the older generation is like so, like, into our ass about like, you need to have a good job. And like, all this generation is just like, worrying about it. It's just having fun, having parties, and like, they're not working hard enough. And I'm like, honestly having fun going to parties or whatever it sounds more appealing than having to fucking like go to a nine-to-five job that i'm probably not even gonna like for the rest of my life and i just i notice like a lot of our generation wants to be like youtubers or like tiktokers and i don't really see a problem with that because i'm like you're still making money and you're doing something that you love yeah and like I think older generations just mad at us because we're actually pursuing our dreams. I forgot y'all was like bathroom light was like flickering. I was just like kissing in the dark. It's like, uh, I can't see anything, but I'm peeing. But if, you know, kids ever come into the picture, which I don't think it's ever going to. Not biological. I remember telling this one dude that I... No, it was Destiny's boyfriend. I remember... Because, like, before they were dating... Because, like, we were all friends. Before, they like, they were dating or whatever. And I remember him asking me. He was like, so, like, what do you want to do with your life? And I was like, I want to become a travel nurse because I love traveling and I really want to care for people. That's, like, my biggest, like, aspirations in life right now. He was like, that's not a good job for a person that wants a family. And I was like, I'm not going to have any kids this bitch looks me dead in the fucking eye and was like, you're going to change your mind. Who the fuck does he think he is? <laughs> Who do men think they are when they're like, their they're like life goals are like, okay, I'm going to go to college, I'm going to get a job, and then I'm going to ha- have a wife and kids. It's just like, what like what decision, like ha- how is this not like the woman's decision to like have kids? <laughs> I can get into that, but should we like... I think I'm gonna save the rant about men in general for our next podcast. <laughs> yeah, the next episode. And so that was everything, and that was anything and everything today. And I think, oh, about what did we? We it was. Ah, uh, okay. So, anything and everything anything about, about us. Oh, anything and everything about views and who we are, I guess. Yeah, and how we went like everywhere. <laughs> but Mary wants to take up. Oh yeah, I I just like want to end like every podcast with a positive affirmation and let our viewers know that like you are loved and that if you think like us, like just know that you're not alone. Like. You can get through anything, like school, life, and everything, and we love you. And I just wanted to say that we love our bellissimas. Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> that is us signing off.